Morning prayer starts on page 3. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Continuing at the bottom of page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 for the Venite on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 65 on page 416. Thou, O God, art praised in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed in Jerusalem. Thou that hearest the prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. My misdeeds prevail against me. O be thou merciful unto our sins. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest, and receivest unto thee. He shall dwell in thy court, and shall be satisfied with the pleasures of thy house, even of thy holy hill. Thou shalt show us wonderful things in thy righteousness, O God of our salvation, that thou art the hope of all the ends of the earth, and of them that remain in the broad sea. Who in his strength setteth fast the mountains, and is girded about with power. Who stilleth the raging of the sea, and the noise of his ways, and the madness of the peoples. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth shall be afraid at thy tokens, thou that makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to praise thee. Thou visitest the earth, and blesseth it, thou makest it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water, thou preparest their corn, for so thou providest for the earth. Thou waterest her furrows, thou sendest rain into the little valleys thereof. Thou makest it soft with the drops of rain, and blessest the increase of it. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds drop fatness. They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side. The folds shall be full of sheep, the valleys also shall stand so thick with corn, that they shall laugh and sing. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh chapter of the first book of Samuel. Then the men of Kijatjirim came and took the ark of the Lord and brought it into the house of Abinadab on the hill and consecrated Eleazar, his son, to keep the ark of the Lord. So it was that the ark remained in Kirjatjirim a long time. It was twenty years. And all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. Then Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel, saying, If you return to the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the, and put away the foreign gods and the Astoreth <clears throat> from among you, and prepare your hearts for the Lord, and serve him only. <clears throat> he will deliver you from the hand of the Philistines. So the children of Israel put away the bales and they asked us and served the Lord only. And Samuel said, Gather all Israel and Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered together at Mizpah, drew water, and poured it out before the Lord. And they fasted that day and said there, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel at Mizpah. Now when the Philistines <clears throat> heard that the children of Israel had gathered together at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistines. So the children of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. <clears throat> And Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Then Samuel cried out to the Lord of Israel, and the Lord answered him. Now as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a loud thunder upon the Philistines that day, and so confused them that they were overcome before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and drove them back as far as below Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued, and they did not come any more into the territory of Israel. And the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. Then the cities which the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel, from Akron to Gath. And Israel recovered its territory from the hands of the Philistines. Also there was peace between Israel and the Amorites. And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. He went from year to year on a circuit to Bethel, Gilgal, Mizpath, and judged Israel in all those places. 
But he always returned to Ramah, for his home was there. There he judged Israel, and there he built an altar for the Lord, to the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 22nd verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you by worrying can add one cubic to his stature? If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil, toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes <clears throat> the grass which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which, you do, not, which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. For where your treasure is, <clears throat> there your heart will be also. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, 
that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as past man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we, loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our chapter from Samuel today finally presents, you know, what Israel must do for God to be with them and, and fight the battle. We've had the corrupt temple at Shiloh with the corrupt priests, and then they go into battle, they think, oh, we just bring the ark, you know, in, and it'll all, it'll all God's presence will overcome our own uh, disobedience. And then the ark went down to the Philistines and caught, you know, and caused 
a lot of trouble there, so the Philistines didn't want it. And it's an interesting subplot of this story. And they came into Israel, and because people in Israel mishandled the ark, um, they put it in this Kiriath Jurim for a while because nobody wants to do anything with this. They found some okay, you take it and leave it there. Um, and we'll, we'll, that'll, that'll be revisited when when we get uh, you know to to um, the, the kingship. But then Samuel says, "Okay, if you'll put away your idols, get rid of all the things that God tells you not to do, and put your trust in God, then you'll you'll win the battle." And so they the, this chapter says they did that. They got rid of their idolatry. And they prayed, and, and Samuel prayed for them, and there was a unified effort. And all of a sudden, the Philistines are defeated through repentance and faith and trust in God um, is done what can't be done by compromise and all the things that, that really actually caused the, the trouble in the first place. And it's, it's um, this, this reminds us why um, this this practice of repentance and faith is so important in the Christian life, why we have confessions, you know, daily in the offices. It's not, um, it's not so much that every day has uh, a major sin that needs to be confessed as it is. We need to be watchful for attachments and things that happen in our life that begin to undermine the vibrancy of our faith. And as Israel, you know, believed in, in God and had the, the ark, but then begin to make little local compromises with gods. Like we can make compromises in areas of life, and pretty soon you become overwhelmed until there's a kind of repentance. Now let's get rid of that, and let's focus back on faith, and all of a sudden there's another experience of, of power. So this chapter, again, just says that when Israel repents, puts away the idols, puts their faith and trust in God and prays, God fights for them, and they win the victory. And that's a, that's a model for us. Uh, when things aren't going so well, the first point is, what do, we, what do I need to look at in my life? And that translates over into Luke, um, this this idea where Jesus is really talking about, you know, anxiety and concern about the things of life. What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? What's going to happen? And what's, what's important when he refers to consider the birds, you know, and that they don't, they don't, um, toil and spin the important thing to understand about the birds is the birds tend to work very hard it's not the birds don't don't work they're not um they're not like monastic contemplatives who sit still and pray all day and god feeds them they simply do the things they're supposed to do um and the result of doing their work is that god provides for them so this count this um passage is not counseling us to to not work, just pray, and things will come. It's, it's counseling us not to work anxiously. That is to orient our lives around trust in God. And that's kind of the, 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 the framework of the life of prayer where we you know, begin each week at the altar in the Eucharist and we, we honor God. And then out of that, we go and do our work, but we, we trust in God for the overall provision and for him to be with us and bless the work. And we can focus on the work itself doing the work we are doing, whatever it is, it's in the home, it's in the office, to the glory of God and the good of others, and just focus on doing that well and, and let God take care of it. That's the trust. And we can do that work without anxiety. That's what Jesus is really attacking here, because anxiety is a is a byproduct of a lack of trust. We don't think God's in control. I've got to do all of these things. We sort of 
take the job of God on for ourselves. And so a prayerful life, a life, a, a rightly ordered life continually gives that big picture thing back to God. You take care of the big picture. How are you going to work it all out? And I can focus on, okay, what's my work today? What's my, what, how do I honor God and, and do good for others through what I'm doing today? Just focus on that work joyfully, cheerfully. And that's what it means, sort of, you know, seek first the kingdom and these things will be yours as well as we just do what he calls us to do. God will provide for us and we learn to trust. And, um, so that's the, that's the, you know, the, the exhortation that, that we see it in Samuel and Israel turns away from all their sort of anxious attempts to control by being idolatrous, turns away from sin, trust God, they win the battle. And, and we are continually want to watch for distractions in our lives, things that pull us away from that single-minded focus on loving God and doing our, our work to the glory of God and for the good of others. A few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in the righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially for those whom whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thy unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
Amen. Good to be with you this morning. Thank you, Chris and Ed. Thank, Thank you, Bishop, for being with us every morning and, and guiding us. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you. Have a good day, everybody.